Hello, and welcome to another episode of What the Hecky. I'm your host, Corina, a.k.a. Spooky Latte or Fairly Artful. And I am your host, Takaroach, a.k.a. Amber. And uh, our ep- this episode's going to be a little different today. Uh, we're not going to go through our usual segments. And just just because of, you know, the, the world's gone to heck in a handbasket. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're currently recording this on June 1st, for reference. Monday, June 1st. 2020. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we wanted to really concentrate this episode on the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, just, I feel like it's, it's something that we can't, like, sorry, I am not really speaking very eloquently right now. (laughs) It's a, it's a complicated topic, but it's also like, I feel like it's important to talk about it. And Amber mentioned to me the other day, America has a really fucking short attention span, which is very true. So we have to keep talking about it and we have to, you know, we got to keep it going. Yeah, and I don't. I think it would be pretty disrespectful if we just like went on our kind of like, oh, this is our funny podcast sort of topics, and like, <laughs> and like, like take away that, like all take away from all the stuff that's going on right now. So um, we're kind of just throwing out our format of topics like out the window. Like, there's not going to be a Q and A. There's not going to be a tarot card. We're just going to like get right to the meat of this. So the episode might not be as long as usual, but I mean, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not important. What's important is that hopefully what we say today is useful and helpful for all y'all that are like out there Mm-hmm. protesting or donating, donating or otherwise yeah. you know so um i guess uh we'll start with what's happening in our current cities yep so um also just to clarify i mean we don't really know honestly who listens to this podcast so uh karina's white and i'm white so i don't want to kind of we're not talking on behalf of the black community whatsoever. We're not talking for people of color in any way. We're going to share our support and our experiences a little bit and like what we've learned through some research. And, um, you know, so I just, I just want to clarify that and we'll clarify things when we're not sure of things. So we are going to give some tips and tricks later. So some of those things you should still research on your own because yes. there's a lot of information going on right now. There's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of social media. It's very hard to get accurate information and we're only human. So please do your own research and have your own opinions and things like that in regards to stuff like what we say isn't the law. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just us trying to help. Yeah. Basically. So, so and then um, I'm in Portland, for clarification, again. And then uh, Karina's in Vegas. So. Yeah. Um, I guess I want to start out by saying it's really hard to get accurate information just because the media is so controlled right now. Yeah, absolutely. I'm getting a lot of my information, actually, from, like, t- retweets, people, like, showing video, uh people talking about their own experiences like mm-hmm. from actual people not from the media yeah um uh like our friend danny amber told me who lives in vegas right now he he's been going to the protests and from our my vague understanding um the first couple of days were relatively peaceful but at the end of the second day on saturday kind of wasn't <laughs> yeah and uh, yesterday too on sunday is what i heard uh and uh yeah it's it wasn't it's a lot it's hard to tell but like it wasn't peaceful because like the las vegas police department who like i personally have issues with um <laughs> like and always have um they started like like trapping people and tear gassing people and like kind of just like starting shit so which which sounds like what's happening all across the country yeah, actually so not surprised <laughs> yeah so it's it's rough uh, yeah but um, vegas doesn't have a curfew correct uh, yeah to my knowledge we don't have a curfew which i think is a little wild but uh you did mention to me before we started recording it's probably because they went business yeah. Or the strip and stuff. Yeah. yeah. If people come to Vegas to visit uh, after it reopens, they don't want to have to tell tourists to go home at 8 p.m. 
Right. It's not going to work out. Yeah. Um, as far as stuff is here, um, from my understanding from what I saw the first night, which was Friday, um, things got kind of rioty and people broke into the Justice Building down, uh, downtown and like started fires and stuff. It didn't burn down, but... Um, there was just like a lot of fires and a lot of destruction, which, um, I don't know how I feel about rioting, to be honest. I feel like, like, I'm not sure if it's helpful and I'm not sure if it's like, like it does help. So like, I don't know. It's hard for me to have an opinion on it when I don't know, but like, I understand, I totally understand where people are coming from with riots. Like you've been living in this system, this country that like has been fucking people over and not... Not just with all the stuff happening right now, but, like, even stuff, like, last month. Like, just constantly getting fucked over. So I understand why people people want to do that stuff, and people are tired, and people have protested and protested and protested, and nothing has gotten done. So, like, this feels like the right step to a lot of people. But, like, personally, I just don't know, like, if it does help. Like, yeah. I'm not... Yeah. Um, I also, I'm sorry to interject. I think it's important to note that a lot of the things that I've been seeing about people, like, looting and stuff like Mm -hmm. uh, those aren't actually the protesters they aren't part of the movement a lot of the time yeah it's mostly people trying to start shit and be fucking yeah like opportunists yeah Yeah, exactly so um so i don't i don't have an opinion on that necessarily just because i don't know i feel like i don't have enough information to come to a conclusion so just to clarify um but so that happened and then the second night which was saturday night um Actually, during the first night, um, a curfew got uh, put in place. So basically around like 4 a.m., they were like, oh, a curfew's in place until 6 a.m. Go the fuck home. And then they ended up making that curfew also on Saturday night. So it was from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. And then they also did it last night, Sunday night, 8 p.m. to 6 p.m. I don't know about today. I currently am unsure. Um, But basically that gives like people, if you're out past that time, in the Portland city area, like you could be arrested. It doesn't, you don't even have to be involved with stuff. Um, but so second night from my understanding was more peaceful. Um, I'm sure shit still got fucked up. And then last night, um, it was pretty peaceful until I think I heard the end of the night. And then, um, I don't know. I don't know what happened last night. It's a really, it's a really hard mix of information. I heard like people started breaking into like the courthouse or something. Um, I heard that like it was the police who caused it. I don't, so like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard to get the right information. Yeah. Like, even if I think if we were there, like, I feel like it would be hard just because it's chaos. So, like, how are you going to know? Like, all you see is tear gas, but like, how do you know that that tear gas wasn't a result of something? You don't. Not saying it's right either way. Absolutely not. Not saying yeah, any, yeah. any of that. And I'm not saying tear gassing an entire group of people, like, is right. Because, like, just because someone is standing next to someone who's fucking shit up doesn't mean they deserve to get tear gassed in any way. Yeah, or Rubber exactly. bullets. None of that. Um, but, so, that's, from my knowledge, what has been happening here. Sounds like kind of similar situations, minus the, the curfew stuff going on. And also, like, Portland got... Uh, way destructive the first night unlike vegas i haven't heard really a bunch of destruction about vegas so yeah uh same i haven't heard about any destruction and mostly peaceful protests on fremont is what i've been hearing mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah uh i don't know it's it's yeah like like we've been reiterating it's really hard to get reliable accurate unbiased information about all of this yeah in the middle of everything Mm -hmm. so yep um but so moving on from like that um we kind of wanted to talk about white privilege like i said earlier corinne and i are both white um so we experience and we acknowledge that we have white privilege um that doesn't change like the struggles we've had in life we've still had struggles but we acknowledge we've had significantly less struggles because we are white um, and I've personally had an experience when I was younger about cops that I want to talk about just because, um, I'm white and I, I had a run in with cops. That wasn't my fault. 
in any sort of way. Um, and like, I was lucky to not be black or not be a person of color and like have that situation become worse. And so like, I can't even fathom what black people have to go through because I went through cop issues and like, it fucking sucks. And like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Let me talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Please. (laughs) Um, So when I was 16 years old, um, if you don't know, I kind of had a really shitty fucking upbringing, home life, like abusive household, the whole works. Um, Not great. Um, But I had a run in with my mom, um, who I no longer speak to, um, where she took my computer essentially to do like Internet games. And I wasn't she was like. She had her own computer, too, but she wanted to use mine so she could, like, min-max on her games or whatever. But I needed my computer to do schoolwork, and so we had um, an argument, um, and it ended up with her, like, smashing my head into, like, the the tile floor. Um, and so at the time, I had a boyfriend, and he encouraged me as I, like, was crying in the bathroom to call the cops. And so I did. Well, I didn't call the cops. I called, like, a child protective thing like hotline and so i called them and they asked me do you want me to call the cops and it ended up they did call the cops um and so my mother and my stepfather ended up lying about it and saying that i hit her and a whole bunch of stuff happened um but basically ended up in them arresting me that night and so i spent a night in a jail and they took my cell phone at the time and they went through my cell phone and they like talked to me about different text messages I had from various people who had run-ins with the law, basically interrogating me, like saying, why are you talking to people like this? If you're like such a good kid, this and that. Um, and they basically said I had a like a parole officer, I guess, sort of, like a juvie parole officer, like, assigned to me. And he was basically like, oh, you fucked up, you fucked up. Like, if you do one more fucking thing, like, we're going to send you to the city nearby that had, like, a juvie center. And so I was put on house arrest for two months. Technically, it was one month, but um, my parole officer ended up changing it because he felt like it, I guess. Um, and so I had to go to a lot of, like, after-school programs with, like, various, like, girls who also had, like, issues um, and, like, run-ins with the law, and it lasted for months. And it was basically over the course of the year I was reoccurringly going to court cases for this incident that happened. Um, and in the end, like, I, like, my parents didn't have the ability, I guess, to, like, come up with a cohesive story that made sense and I was also like an honor student and in student council and my story was straight the whole time and I ended up actually running into like the DA at like an out-of-town like college seeking event um, after the house arrest stuff and so um, the DA knew that and so my case which originally I was told was going to be a felony ended up actually being a misdemeanor but then that got waived um fucking good yeah fucking good (laughs) um and so that whole ordeal was like a year it was like literally it happened i want to say october when i was 16 and then my court cases didn't end until august so just under a year 10 months um and it was fucking awful 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 thing. I basically got yelled at for by like my pro officer for talking to people at lunch and in the hall at school. Um, it, it was just an awful experience, but, and like, I don't know, it was just so bad. And, um, sorry, sorry. (laughs) No, no, that's good. (laughs) And, and like, I just imagine that if I wasn't white, what would have happened? Would it have been a felony? Would I have immediately just gone to the juvie? Would that have just been, like, instantaneous? I wouldn't have had a chance. Would that that charge have ever been dropped? Probably not. So, I don't know. It's fucked up. I had such a fucked up experience. And I feel like that experience, like, shaped me into the person I am today. In, like, good ways, but also bad ways. And I would say more so bad ways. 
um, in the sense that, like, I don't know, I don't trust people as easily now. It's like, it's really hard even just talking about it now. Like, my, t- my chest is tight. And, like, I can only imagine, like, having to get pulled over just for, like, I don't know, like, having a broken taillight or not stopping like a hundred percent when you're at a stop sign when you're driving getting pulled over and that experience for someone who is a person of color to have to deal with that experience that i dealt with like and even worse worse way worse like you could like literally get pulled over and then that's it you're dead and that's fucked up that's absolutely fucked up and i i can't understand people's reasoning when they come out and they're like oh well you know not all cops all lives matter this and that like shut the fuck up (laughs) like i don't understand like you just don't want to see it because you want to live in your own world and you're the only one who's important in the world and no one else fucking matters which is disgusting absolutely disgusting and so yeah that's my story (laughs) yep absolutely fucked up and yeah uh I, I don't really have any experience with run-ins with the law. Um, I guess I'm fortunate in that respect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just all fucked up. Like, I want to yeah. I wanna be like, well, yeah, I, I'm sure not all the cops are bad, but, like, it's also, like, they kind of let other cops get away with yeah, it. Yeah, they're contributing like, to a system that's fucked up. Like... I don't know. It's it's hard. I get that it's complicated. I get that when you have an entire system of of police departments that are basically all fucked up. Like if you're not a fucked up person in that, I don't know. I just I just feel like I wouldn't be a part of that. My last job, I didn't agree with a lot of stuff in that job yeah. in a lot of different ways, um, and I couldn't wait to get the fuck out. So, like, I don't, I can't put myself in the place of a cop who's seeing all this shit happen and they're just like, well, well, whatever. I mean, I'm a good cop. I'm making a difference. You're not because you're contributing to a system that's fucked up. Yeah. And, you know, we don't know. There might be some cops trying to help, but it, it just feels like they're few and far between. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Amber and I, we, we both grew up in small towns and, uh, I, I grew up in Laughlin. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard about it, that's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And I was just saying, uh, we, we did not have that many, uh, it was like mostly white community, like yeah. Laughlin high school, elementary school. Yeah. We, we had some black kids. We had, some Hispanics, very few uh, Asians of, but like it, I could easily count them all on both my hands. Like, yeah, it was that white. <laughs> so, your what was your graduating class? The amount of people we were yeah. actually one of the larger classes, about fifty students. <laughs> yeah, um, I grew up in Pahrump, which is bigger than Laughlin, and we also had a quote bigger class size and my class size i think was was around 200 so also still a small town i think the total population of Pahrump is like thirty thousand people now give or take oh, i'm not sure what laughlin is i haven't looked that up uh but yeah i mean relatively small towns like especially comparing like las vegas graduating classes of thousands yeah <laughs> like yeah laughlin is uh of course, in 2010, it's 7,000. Okay, so 10 years ago, it had 7,000 people. Let me see what... Pahrump in 2010 was 36,000. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Which so- is, like, not damn, because, like, Vegas' like, metro area is, like, 2.5 million. So... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you haven't heard of Laughlin, that's okay. <laughs> it's like a retirement. It's like where pe- old people go yeah, to, like, Pahrump's live out. Yeah, that way, too. Um, but at least Pahrump has a winery. (laughs) No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, so just, yeah, it's hard for me to, like, pick out 
any racism that happened at my schools because I didn't see many, you know, people yeah. of color around yeah. me. It's, uh, I feel like I'm, I, when I think about incidences that happened within the school, there wasn't, I don't, I can't put my finger on so many, but I do remember people like older people being around saying the N word. Oh, like, oh yeah. Being That's very Republican. <laughs> very and rude. Very like anti-gay and, um, Oh, I yeah. don't know. You it's know, just a lot. You know what? Yeah, kids, like, on the anti-gay thing, there would be, like, students in my class, you know, say, like, you know, faggot or, like, yeah. being very homophobic. Yeah. And it was, like, that was a big thing, actually. I remember. I'm like, wow. Like, these kids feel, are pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there was a period of time where that word was really trendy to say, which wasn't good. Same yeah. with, like, the R word. Um. I don't know. It's gross. It's fucking gross. Yeah, and especially especially because, like, when you're around people who are young, people under 18, maybe less, maybe people under 16 will say, well, no, people under 18. People under 18, people who are still living with their parents, people who, like, haven't gotten out in the world, all they know is their home life. And so when you see kids like that, it's just a reflection of the adults that exist in that town. It's like... Especially when you're younger, too. Like, elementary school kids, when you hear them say things, you could... I remember certain kids saying really inappropriate things. And, like, as I grew up and got to know those kids, it made sense. Because how they grew up. Yeah. And it's fucking, like... I'm glad to see so many people I graduated with move on and aren't like that anymore. And were some of them were never like that. But, like, it's it's nice, but it's also really... I don't know. Uh, it makes me mad to see people who aren't, who are just fucking straight up racist, like straight up Trump supporters, straight up disgusting. Yeah, like still, how? still, they like grew up in there that way, and there's plenty of them. And I don't know. It's it's gross. And like for people to say that racism doesn't exist in America, need to like get out of the big democratic cities that they live in, or because racism like, exists there, but it all it, it's so bad in certain places. I just don't see how you cannot see. Yeah. Like, it's all over the place. Like, how can you not understand that racism has existed for a very long time and still does in America? Like, I don't understand how you could just not acknowledge that it's there. It's so obviously there. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. It's gross. Um, But moving on from that... uh, the I just wanted to briefly mention this. Um, so the PlayStation Five is a video game console that's coming out probably end of the year, I think. Uh, yeah, sounds about right. They have um, they had a conference sort of deal to di- uh, not today. Uh, it's supposed to happen on Thursday, I think. Yeah. Uh, but they ended up canceling it because they think it's not appropriate time to do it and i absolutely agree it's the same same sort of reasoning why we aren't doing a normal podcast today it's the same sort of reason you're seeing people cancel things because right now the spotlight is on the black lives matter movement and i totally respect sony for doing that with the playstation 5 stuff and i am excited to see what they have for the playstation 5 but i think it can wait yeah yeah it definitely can we've been waiting for months so (laughs) might as well just push it back you know, yeah. and let stuff be how it is. Yeah, and I wish more companies had that in their perspective. Like, it, right now, it's more important to let yeah. those people be heard. I agree. I do think, I, I think with this this time period around with all this stuff happening, because I feel like we've had waves of stuff before, and this time is way different for the Black Lives Matter movement than any of the other times. And I, I have seen other companies, like a lot of companies, come out and be like, yeah, like, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, you know, I don't know if that's for, like, clout or whatever, but um, I think it's good. You know, it's even better if they donate money and shit, but, um, yeah, so kudos to Sony for doing that and handling it in a tactful way. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, I guess uh, we should move on to, like, some, you know, 
all y'all going out there and like protesting or donating or whoever we we have some information gathered here we'll also post like links in the description of the podcast obviously i don't we don't expect you to write down what we say yeah um go get, okay we'll break for a moment of silence so you can go get your pens and paper <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding pause right now pause we'll wait no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, we'll, we'll post uh, what links we can in the description of the podcast. But we're just going to talk about um, important links that you can donate, causes you can donate to, or uh, some tips if you're out yep. protesting on the front lines. So, And just as a reminder, please do your own research. We're not experts. We're yeah. not, you know, we're please just gathered this stuff. Double, ch- double check our info, man. Like, we tried it. We're trying to give you accurate information, but, yeah. you know. We might have different viewpoints than you do about stuff. So, like, one of these causes might be less crucial to you, more crucial to us, and you might find something else is better suited to, like, how you view certain things, if that makes sense. Yeah. But we're but we're going to throw this informa- information out there and do with it what you will. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I guess we have, like, about five organizations, five or six listed here that you can donate to. Yep. Obviously, the first one we put here is the official George Floyd M- Memorial Fund. Um, it's a uh, GoFundMe.com slash George Floyd. Obviously, he he's the spark that ignited all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, very important. Um, there's also the Minnesota Freedom Fund, which I have heard is currently sufficiently funded. I did also hear that. Uh, but we're putting it out there, you know, just in case they need more eventually it's uh minnesotafreedomfund.org slash donate uh we have a third uh one called unicorn riot it's actually a media platform um it's a decentralized non-profit left-wing media collective uh the group is known for reporting on far-right organizations and sources of racial and economic injustice in the u.s so i feel like uh that's a good cause if you feel like you want unbiased media that isn't uh you know being restrained because because uh, i don't know sidebar you all probably heard about like the journalist also being shot and tear gassed yep <laughs> at protests despite showing their media badges like the cops apparently don't care so yeah. I, I feel like getting unbiased news is very important so we yeah, put that especially there. yeah because we just mentioned like how hard it was for us to get accurate information about what's going on so yeah. this is like super important and also like whenever i've been like looking up stuff i feel like four out of five times places are like oh you need to pay for a subscription for you to read this yeah article. and i'm like bro Tur- turn off your fucking ad block like okay i'll turn off my ad block sure but you want me to like subscribe to your thing like monthly for like one news article like that's kind of like your whole thing i get having ads but like come on yeah like fucking pigs um <laughs> uh, but yes, for the Unicorn Riot donation link, that's unicornriot.ninja. Uh, <laughs> interesting link. Um, uh, I also put a couple of links for our respective cities. We encourage everyone to look up their city or yep. state's freedom fund to help those who have been wrongly incarcerated by the protests. So if you live in Vegas and you want to support, that's cool. Portland, you want to support, that's cool. But if you live elsewhere, we, yeah, highly recommend just looking it up. Make make sure that the link that you go to is legit because there are people like posing yeah. as a, a, a donation fund when they're not. Yeah, but. and funds like this pay, help pay for protesters who get arrested. It helps pay their bail. I personally heard that Las Vegas's bail for protesters who get arrested is like they're like going against some sort of rules or something, and it's like a thousand dollars, which is a shit ton. Um, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and I also heard specifically with the Vegas, although I don't have a source from this for this, I just heard it from a, a good friend. Um, I'm not sure where she got her source, but apparently the Las Vegas Freedom Fund is kind of underfunded right now. Um, so if you don't have a preference on where you're donating and just want your money to go to where it might help the most, um, that might be something to look into. Yeah, and um, their their website is secure.actblue.com slash donate slash Vegas Freedom Fund. That's a mouthful. The link yep. will be in the description. <laughs> 
And then um, the Portland Freedom Fund, we do have a link on here, but we clicked it earlier and we were having issues getting through to it. And I couldn't find their website either. It seems like it might have gotten taken down. Yeah, which is strange because it did work earlier today when I was putting together the links. So that's kind of shady. We'll look into it later and then there might be an accurate link or an updated link in the description. So just look for that if that's something you're interested in. Um. Yeah, so I won't I won't read off the link for that one, but yeah. it'll be in the description, and we'll change it if it changes. Um, yep. And moving on, uh, we did do some research and tried to find some tips for you protesters out there on the front lines, whether it's your first time protesting or you're a veteran. I hope this information is useful. Again, also do your own research on this stuff. I'm not an expert on this, but uh, I hope it makes sense and I hope it helps. Yep. Um, it's good to be prepared for yes. everything. That's yes. like just a motto. Just do, just, just prepare for everything. Just be over prepared. Always. 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 <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and start reading off. We could do like every other one. Okay. Um, uh, first tip wear a mask. Good precaution against COVID and makes you not as easily identifiable. This is important because. Photos go online, uh, people, you're, like, not everyone is blurring people's faces, so, like, you could potentially be identified and have serious, like, repercussions, whether that be your workplace, um, getting jobs in the future, um, getting, I don't know, arrested after the fact, uh, just an array of things, and so when we talk, when we say wear a mask, um, we're not talking just about, like, a mask you might wear to Target right now because of COVID, we're talking about that, um, you could, like, wrap your hair, you could put up a hood, um, just try to, like, do as much as possible to keep yourself anonymous because that's very important for you in your personal life um there are tutorials online on how to take a t-shirt and basically turn it into a mask so it's basically only your eyes um i would advise googling that but very important wear a mask also yeah we're still in the pandemic please don't spread germs if possible yes please do your best um (laughs) uh it's also important to blur faces before sharing any video or photos in social media. I know it's hard to find uh, some proper resources to blur video uh, faces. Um, Didn't really look into that. I know some people are offering to do it for free. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah, I saw some on Twitter. Uh, Sarah McGonagall, that pink-haired girl, she offered that on one of her tweets. I saw it. So that would be something to look into. but for photos, uh, we heard Lightroom had a free trial. Is yes. that it? Yeah, so I um, I have an Adobe subscription, so I have access to Lightroom normally, but um, Adobe, you could do free trials. And so with Lightroom, uh, you could do it on your desktop computer, but they also have an, an app for it, which I personally use to edit photos that I post on social media. It's quick, it's easy. You can do it when you're out at the protest. You could do it after you get home. Um, it's like a good editing thing and uh if you're going to be protesting uh often and heavily and putting photos on your social media i would recommend maybe starting that free trial in order to blur out people's faces so they don't get potentially in trouble yeah protect your fellow uh protesters yep um Uh, yeah Sorry, I forget which one of us read last. I think it was me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next one is uh, drink lots of water. Hashtag stay hydrated. This is very obvious. Uh, It's good to drink water on a daily basis. People need it to live. Uh, It's getting hot. It's getting hot. A lot of places. Um, It's pretty cool out here, but I know out where you're at, it's hot as balls. It's pretty much hell. (laughs) Yeah. Literally hell right now. Yeah. Yeah. so drink water, uh, keep water on you. Um, it would really suck for you to fucking pass out at a protest for reasons that have nothing to do with protest. Put so. sunscreen on any uh, oh, exposed yeah. skin. That's uh, a good. Yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah, dude. I actually forgot to write that one down, but it came to me because Aloe it's very vera. important. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's also important to plan your exits because if things go south, which it appears to be happening. Things are going south at certain times. It's important to, like, have a plan of escape, a plan to get home in case something, like, things go out of control. Yeah. Plan multiple ways. Yeah, multiple. Not just one. Have a plan B, have a plan C. Because All the way to Z. 
if you plan on taking public transportation home and they shut that shit down, what are you going to do? Exactly. So if you're out there and you're like, I'm going to call an Uber home and you're not getting any cell phone service because there's so many people in your area, what are you going to do? So. And, you know, probably a lot of other people trying to get Ubers yep. at the same time. Yep. Um, maybe a contact a friend. Yeah. Or, maybe, uh, tell, or tell a friend to come get you at a certain time. Yeah, or, that's a good idea. Plan, yeah. plan a place to meet at, have them p- away from the protests, walk there, have them pick you up. That's a good idea. Um, next tip. Tell a friend who isn't going. So this is kind of similar. Yeah. Uh, let them know that you'll check in with them after. Specify a check-in time and give them an emergency contact number to reach out to if they don't hear from you. A local civil rights lawyer is great or a family member who you know will do everything that they need to do to find you. Um, yeah, this is important. Please, uh, if you can, and preferably uh, go to the protest with somebody. Yeah, not by people, yourself. Not by yourself. A group of people. Um Currently, I live in a, a city now where I, the only person I know is my significant other. So, like, what we will not be going to protests unless the other person is going. Just out of sheer safety, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, also, a uh, good tip. You could write an emergency contact number on your body. If you're arrested, this is the number you'd call. Because you get a phone call, if I yep. recall correctly. Uh, a lawyer number might be good as well and a good tip is to paint clear nail polish over the number so if you get like if you get like wet tear gassed whatever it doesn't wash off yep so that's a, that's a really don't, good tip don't rely on your phone to give you information because they can take your phone if it's not locked you know yeah you can look through your phone etc cetera, etc cetera. um next tip charge your cell phone um, you might even bring a second battery, if you will. <laughs> um, disable touch and face ID. Um, find a VPN, which is a... Uh, how do you explain VPN? Like uh, A VPN is like when they try to... S- you spoof your location. Like, it's a... You're, technically, you're in LA, but the VPN tells them that you're in New York. Yeah, it's a good way to... And I mean, to be fair, people should be having VPNs anyways. It's yeah. a good way to, like, not... Allow like it's it's like a safety precaution. If you go to a coffee shop and you have a laptop, you should be getting a VPN instead of like you know just like being all out there for people to like find you like and yeah. find your your laptop. Like so, yep, that's a good idea. Um, turn off your location services. Um, an idea might to be get a burner phone. Leave your regular cell phone at home. If you go to the store, you can get like a flip phone, cheap flip phone with like a prepaid. Uh, uh, cell phone service or text messaging you could probably do that i want to say 50 dollars or under i had one when i was in high school because i couldn't afford a smartphone and basically you can pay for one for like 20 or 30 dollars and then put like 20 bucks on it and then people can't trace it it's 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 not connected to all your social media accounts like it's a good thing yeah um do you want to talk about the disabled touch and face ID? I know you said that you saw that around, but you aren't sure why. Correct? I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure why that's uh, suggested. I just saw that other protesters recommended it. And I'm going by the protesters and not, you know, big media yeah. telling you what to do. Um, I I don't know. I don't know if it's because Big Brother's watching. <laughs> And they can, I don't know if, like, the touch or face ID is able to let them track where you are. I have no idea. But it was suggested. I think it's worth looking into. You guys can read into it um, and figure it out and see if, like, maybe there's more uh, concrete information about that tip. But it was a tip, so. Okay. Um, Next one. Paying cash, I assume. So you don't use your credit card, <laughs> so yeah. you don't get tracked. Yeah, especially if you're using public transportation. I know um, the public transportation out here, uh, we technically could ha- just have a Google Play wallet with, with money onto it, and you could just scan your card. Don't do that. Use cash. Yeah. You don't you don't want people like to go back into government services and like bring up all of your information and find out when you got there, when this and that. You just don't want that. Paying cash. <laughs> Um, and the next tip, um, technically, okay, so this is like debatable, but, uh, water, 
makes pepper spray worse. Um, we heard kind of mixed information from various places. Um, a lot of pepper sprays are made with, um, like, pepper, like, like peppers. So, like, when you eat something spicy, the spiciness of a pepper is used in pepper spray. So, milk typically helps you when you're eating something spicy feel relief and stuff because of the fats and things like that. Science, science, science. Um, but... However, if you pour shit in your eyes, like, not everything can go in your eyes, bro. So, like, maybe, like, while that might help, uh, water is technically safer for your eyes. Um, I also heard suggestions that uh, a no-tears baby shampoo might be better because it, it, it helps clean off, like the pepper spray and like gets rid of it, but it's safe for your eyes. And it's also uh, more safe than uh, like to use that on your skin and things like that. Cause it's meant for that, you know, versus like um, pepper spray or milk might potentially not be great for like, you know, getting all up in there. Right. Um, I also heard that you should maybe uh, consider um, changing your clothes. Like if you get pepper sprayed or you should bring a spare pair of clothes so you could do that there. Um, but I hear that the pepper spray like particles can like stay in your, in your clothes for periods of time. So if you do get pepper sprayed, I would look into how to properly clean that out of your clothes too. Or wear clothes that you don't care about and you want, you could throw away. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 Um, uh, we talked about burner phones already. That's a double first aid. Yeah. So, uh, bringing first aid stuff is probably beneficial. Things like gauze, band-aids, uh, sanitation wipes. Yeah. Um, what else? Burn relief spray, antibiotics, you know, medicine that you might need, ibuprofen, etc. Yeah. Even just getting like, just buy a little first aid kit. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, you could usually get them like at the store, all prepackaged in like one thing. Fits in a backpack, real nice. Um, and then we wrote down like snuffing out tear gas with codes. I know I've seen tweets about that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a technique uh, that the Hong Kong protesters ended up using, I heard, was um, if there's cones nearby and someone throws like a like a tear gas stuff, you can. Um, put the cone over it and then snuff it out by pouring like water inside of it. Um, I, I'm sure other things work in a similar way um, that the cones do in like the snuffing out process. Um, but also if you're going to use gloves or if you're going to pick up like a tear gas thing and like try to throw it back, use gloves. You don't want that shit touching your skin, like bare contact. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. Which, uh, we, we, we also have, like, a bunch of tips from, like, a Hong Kong protest gear, a uh, picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that we'll probably read off of. Yeah. But, uh, also, you know, don't wear contacts or makeup because that shit's gonna get fucked up. You don't want that going into your eyes. You don't want it, like, I mean, you do you, but if I had ran the risk of, like, getting tear gassed, I wouldn't run, want my, uh, contacts damaging my eyes. Absolutely not. Do you remember that one time I made jalapeno poppers and I tried putting <laughs> contacts in afterwards and I was dying on the floor? Yep. I can only fucking imagine, dude. My nose was just on fire for hours. Yeah, <laughs> and all we did was make jalapeno poppers. Uh, yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, yeah, we do have like a nifty little diagram of yeah. uh, some Hong Kong protester gear, which might be useful. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, uh, Hong Kong's been having issues slash is having issues. So they had a lot of protests going on uh, mid to late last year uh, with their government. Well, with China's government, I guess. Um, and so they ended up coming up with a lot of creative ways to protest because the protests were on such a massive scale. I would look into the Hong Kong protests um, and see what they did and also kind of educate yourself on their events there are like world events also because it's important and i feel like america didn't really get the information that it should have in regards to this because that shit's fucked up too um but do you want to go ahead and start off yeah a good thing to wear on your head a yellow construction helmet protects against rubber bullets which 
fucking have been used. Yeah. Uh, tear gas canisters and flying bricks. So, yeah, you know, actually a really good tip. And you're also pres- covering your head, so. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, for uh, being anonymous and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I've seen I've seen some injuries for rubber bullets hitting people in the head. Oof, that's not pretty, dude. Yeah, no. It's fucked up. Uh, next one, a broad face cover. So this is a mask, basically. Um, it says, to counter facial rec- recognition technology. We've kind of already went over that. Yeah, so, yeah. You know. um, a backpack. Great, great idea. You can hold your first aid kit in there. <laughs> uh, change of clothes. Uh, typically holds snacks, water, change of clothes, tools. Uh, sometimes laser pins to shine an officer's eyes. That's an interesting little tidbit. Yeah. Um I don't think really uh, the Black Lives Matter protest has utilized lasers yet. I could be wrong, but I know like using the later lasers to like point out like potentially uh, like uh, cops doing stuff was like a thing in Hong Kong as well as like I think distraction. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, it, elbow. It, oh wait, sorry. Go oh ahead. yeah, I was just gonna say it might provide like. Uh, important time for you to like maybe get away <laughs> yeah if you're like blinding the motherfucker <laughs> yeah although i'm unsure because i know laser pointers technically could be like sniper stuff so i don't know like how how it would how the reaction to laser pointers would be out here if that makes sense yeah that's true so, so maybe a, set that as just a, something to consider yeah um uh, elbow and knee pads um for falling crawling and scuffling on city streets a lot of a lot of kneeling has been going on recently and a lot of falling and pushing and etc so like i think elbow and knee pads if you have access to those is like a really good uh tip definitely uh loose change this is just you know like bringing cash with you for subway fare to avoid being tracked through electronic transit passes um goggles says for flying debris which is is true um yeah it could also potentially protect you from you know at least slightly from like gas tear gas yep gas mask uh protecting against tear gas which hong kong police use liberally well they fucking use it here too um yeah uh i know that gas masks like that might be hard to find right now due to covid but if you happen to have one or are able to get one yeah, I'm going to skip the next one because this one isn't irrelevant to America. Okay. Um, uh, Lycra? Lycra skin covers, it says. I'm not sure what that is. It says to protect, to protect against tear gas effects. I'm assuming it just means... Um, a, a type of material. Yeah, like a type of that. material. I assume like long sleeves is probably good. Obviously, it's hot as shit. Maybe long sleeves isn't good. You should still dress comfortably. Um, but if you are living in a place that isn't hot as shit right now, like out here, um, wearing long sleeves and stuff, uh, might be good because you don't want tear gas touching your skin. Definitely. Um, another interesting item, an umbrella protection against rain and pepper spray. Fucking... Maybe, like, open that fucker up in a face, you yeah. know? Like, back I the think, fuck up, bro. I think I also have seen people using umbrellas to catch tear gas oh, canisters. Oh, And neat. then throwing them back also. So versatile. Yep. Um, finally, heat-resistant gloves to throw hot tear gas canisters back. At the so, police. Yep. And it also just, you know, protect your hands in general from scrapes and cuts, I assume. And, yeah. you know, if you fall... Obviously, you're going to use your hands to brace yourself, and if it scrapes, then you, you got an injury. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> yep. But so that's our that's our list of tips and tricks slash things to pack, potentially. And um, uh, when I was doing research, I did read about some quote-unquote useful apps. Uh, I don't know how useful they'll be in, like, this p- specific instance, but uh, I'll, I'll list them off anyway in case y'all are curious. Yep. Also, you know, look up, if you're interested in using apps, uh, look look th- those up on your own. Maybe you'll find even better ones than what this website yeah. suggested. Also, be cautious potentially using apps. We're not really sure, like, what the deal is with police potentially asking companies who run these apps for information about people who use the app. So yeah. just do your research. Big, big Brother's watching. 
Um, <laughs> uh, well, one of the apps is called Fire Chat on Apple and Android, a free instance messaging that doesn't require signal or mobile data. Great for huge crowds. Uh, yeah, that makes sense, considering I heard that self like cell phone jamming via police and then also just like large crowds in one area will make service go out for cell phones so that's good it's really fucked up um (laughs) signal also on apple and android uh encrypted messaging through sms great for planning communication and a book called beautiful trouble it's an it's a book and an online resource uh with tons of protesting info and explainers so it's a website, uh, beautifultrouble.org, if you guys want to look into that one. Yep. Or, yep. And then also, I don't have any specific recommendations for this this particular topic, but I would say look up, uh, there, there's some book names, I just can't think of them off the top of my head. I would look up points of view about this sort of stuff going from like, from like black people. I know there's, there's like a book, white privilege or white something white there's a book i don't know there's a book that that basically you should educate yourself you should educate yourself from a non-white or a non uh person of a color that's not black point of view about what black people are going through like i feel like being an ally means you should educate yourself about people's struggles and that includes like hearing it directly from them so uh, you can acknowledge racism and know it's bad, but it's it's so much more deep and meaningful and personal if you you go out and you hear stories from individual people, people you know, people you love, people you care about, and like what they've been through, as well as also people you don't know. Because like, of course, your friend has had issues and you're upset about that, but the person you don't know also has issues and you should still care about that. Just because you don't know them doesn't mean it's less important. Yeah, Just exactly. You don't have a personal connection. Yeah. So, um, you could probably look it up. There's, like, a lot of resources I know going on Instagram about, like, different reading materials and books that people suggest in order to, like, help expand your conversation about these issues. And that way, if you find someone who's maybe kind of like, eh, I don't know, like, not all cops can be bad, not all this, not all that, like, all lives matter, you could help educate them because you have the tools for it. It's, like, good to be prepared to have the tools to educate other people. Yes. So, um, I think that's it, though, for all of our stuff. Um, Please be safe. Yes, please take precautions. Please, you know, yeah, just be safe out there. Make good choices. Um, Be respectful to each other. Try to educate yourself. Try to understand. Mm -hmm. Try to be understanding. Like, non-people of color have no rights to tell people of color how to grieve yeah i want to make that like fucking perfectly clear we we cannot understand we just can't and this isn't about you as like a white person it's like not about you so don't use don't go to these protests expecting to like fuck shit up and stuff like you need to like be there to be an ally and not be like the main character because in this moment you're not you're not the fucking main character and i think that's what a lot of white people need to like shut the fuck up and learn is that you're not the main character all the time so just like sit down and like let people live sit down and shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) um i like how like i've been swearing way more in this episode (laughs) than you come out with that thank you yeah no no problem (laughs) I swear like a sailor off recording, FYI, you guys. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, basically, guys, be safe. Thank you for listening. And I hope y'all have a great week, month, year. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.